podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. church we pray that the lord might bless the reading of his words this morning now my title for today is it's worth the wait it's worth the wait last weekend we celebrated albeit very differently um, to what we would normally do in our church buildings but um, we celebrated resurrection sunday together and the lord has Um, blessed us through that and we've been encouraged by all that we've seen and heard over the past few days um, on social media um, and from conversations with you Um, so that's brilliant remembering if you uh, can cast your mind back what Jesus has done for all humanity what he did on the cross he was punished if you remember to death on that cross But he defeated sin as that happened and they went ahead and they buried him. But we know the grave couldn't hold him as we saw last week that he is the author of life and the grave cannot hold the author of life. On that third day then he rose victorious over sin and death. And this then made a way back to God that sin had separated us from. All of this truth is amazing and obviously has changed the course of history of humanity for all who believe and put their faith in Jesus. We have a promise of eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ. But immediately after Jesus' resurrection, there's a whole lot of waiting. Now, in our current situation, I think you'll agree with me that we're getting pretty good at waiting. We're getting pretty good at sitting still. 
Um, we know what we're all tasked with as a, as a nation, um, to stay at home, to protect lives, um, and, and to, to do what needs to be done in order for the NHS to cope with the influx of this awful uh, virus. So we're doing what we need to do. Um, so we're getting used to waiting and our situation at this point, we all know, we all feel it, it isn't easy. Um, but imagine, just for one minute if you can, just put yourself in one of the disciples' shoes. The disciple I want you to, to, to place your feet in his shoes is, is Thomas. Um, now, Thomas was a disciple who was wholeheartedly, he followed the Lord. Um, while the Lord was uh, walking um, before his crucifixion, um, he was one of the disciples that was always there, ready to, to jump in and to do what needed to be done. But he also, at this point, the resurrection has happened on Sunday morning, and then during the evening, late afternoon and evening, the disciples are all together. Now, at this point, we know there are 11 disciples, as Judas has, of course, gone um, but at this point in this upper room, as we'll see, there are, there are only 10 because for some unknown reason, and I, and I really don't know why, Thomas isn't there. Jesus showed up in the upper room. The 10 disciples are there. For whatever reason, Thomas is not. The, the doors are locked. They are scared, rightfully so, because they've gone about during this day and people have been saying, hang on a minute. This guy, Jesus, his tomb is empty. We've heard that the stone was rolled away and we've heard that he's risen from the dead. So quite naturally then, the disciples, they'd seen and heard that Jesus had done this and they'd heard from um, Mary, if you remember, and Mary Magdalene and Salome and they, they'd seen also, some of them for themselves, that Jesus had indeed been raised from the dead. But of course, the Jewish leaders didn't want that uh, truth getting out. So they, uh, the disciples were literally scared. So what they did was they went back to the upper room and they locked themselves in. The Jewish leaders were chasing them down because they were preaching or telling of a risen Christ. And I can imagine too, and, and I think you can probably grasp from history, that the Romans wouldn't have been happy about that news either. You see, because they didn't fail. Yet here they are, chasing around a bunch of fishermen, truth be told, for fear that the truth will get out that Jesus has risen from the dead. But get out it did. Now in the meantime, though, they, uh, they have the disciples at this point running scared. And they're locked in a room. And Lowell read from us from John chapter 20, verse 19 and 20. And I'll, again, I'm just reading from the NIV. said, on the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, as I've said, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Jesus came and stood among them. That Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. So the, the doors are locked. And remember, these people are fearful for their lives. 
So if you are scared, you make sure that the windows are covered up. You make sure that if there are any places that entry can happen, that they are sealed, that everything is secure. Because the last thing that you want is anybody getting into the room where you are trying to stay safe. They are running for their lives in essence. And then all of a sudden, fear I don't think wouldn't even be the half of it. The doors are locked and all of a sudden there is somebody else in the room who wasn't in the room to begin with. There is somebody else in the room who wasn't in there to begin with. The doors were locked. And Jesus would know that this would incite fear. So he goes immediately to calm that fear, to calm those that are in that room. He says, peace be with you. He, he calms them with his voice. And he said this as he showed them his hands and his side. He said, peace be with you. Look, it, it's me, Jesus. Don't, don't panic. Can you imagine in those moments what those disciples, the, the emotions that were running through their body? It's an incredible passage of scripture. This all happened, as I said, on Resurrection Sunday. And then there's nothing for a week. You just... Put yourself now in Thomas's shoes, as I've asked you to do. There is nothing for a week. The disciples are going to Thomas and they're saying, Thomas, you're, you're not going to believe what happened. He's like, no, you're right, I'm not. <laughs> no, but, but Thomas, Jesus was in the room. He, we'd locked the doors, we'd sealed all the entrances, and, and there we were, fearful for our lives. And then all of a sudden, Jesus is in the room. And then we, we saw him. We saw the marks in his hands. We saw the marks in his side. We, we saw him. And he's like, yeah, of course you did. I don't know what this is, guys, but this is not, this is not good. You know, you, you're just spouting nonsense. And he says to him, as we move through this chapter, verse 24, says, Now Thomas, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples, as we know when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, look, we've seen the Lord. But he said to them, he said this, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand in his side, I will not believe. Unless I do those things, I will not believe. And as you sit in that moment, you can quite understand Thomas' outlook. You know, the word of the Lord, as we see it, is true. And as we understand that there is faith involved, Thomas here is not doing anything different to what we all do. Where we go, can this be true? Can this be true.
Now the timeline happens that a week passes by, as I've said, and we're on the next Sunday. Thomas has said, not a chance. And they've said, right, Thomas, listen, we're going to do the same thing next Sunday. So the first day of the week is when Jesus showed up. He, he was raised from the dead. He came to see us on that evening. You don't believe us, Thomas, but, but whatever, let, let's at least, let's at least go back to that upper room. Let's give it chance. Let's give him chance to show up. So let's do the same thing again. I don't know whether you've ever been in this situation with friends or family, but you're like, no, this amazing thing happened. What I want us to do is get back in that scenario and let's see if it happens again. So what they do is they go back into the upper room. They do the same things over again. They shut the doors. They make sure that everything's locked and they, they do what they did last week in hope and anticipation that Jesus is going to show up. But this time, Thomas is with them. Oh, you bet he is. There's no way he was going to miss out again. He waited a whole week. Church's name had changed to Doubting Thomas. Poor guy. A guy who was ready to step all the time when Jesus said, let's go. Thomas was one of the first to say, I'm in. Yet now his name has been changed globally to Doubting Thomas because of his natural reaction. Poor guy. And the question is... The question is for you this morning, as it was for Thomas, is it worth the wait? Is it worth the wait? John 20, verse 26. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, listen to what he says. He says, put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Every issue that Thomas had had with what the disciples were telling him, Jesus addressed. He said, put your hands here. Put your fingers here. See the nail mark. See the spear mark in my side. Thomas, stop doubting and believe. What about you? This morning, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for proof? See his hands and his side from a man who couldn't believe. See his hands and his side from disciples who are declaring a risen saviour fearful for their lives. These are people that if they continue to do what they do, which they did, if they continue to preach Jesus, they will be murdered for it. And they were. You see, this is a, a, a witness statement, a witness account where men, women and children lost their lives. To declare that Jesus is Lord. So what are you waiting for? Is it proof? Then have a look and see his hands and his feet. Is it that you're waiting for truth? Well, see the word and don't just look at it in the sense that, oh, well, that's it. No, go and look at it. Find out. Go and investigate for yourself. Are you waiting for hope? Then see Jesus, the hope of the world. 
What are you waiting for? It's natural to doubt, but when the evidence is there in front of you, you'd be foolish not to look, wouldn't you? Thomas was there. Even in that week of waiting, it didn't get the better of him. And he said, no, I want to be there. Uh, you're saying stuff that I can't believe, so I'm going to be there. Let's see if what you're saying is true. He was there. He was ready to see. He was ready to believe. But what about you? Today is your turn. Are you ready to look? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, this morning we just want to thank you for your goodness and your grace and your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, that you were willing to show Thomas in his doubt and in his fear that you had risen from the grave, that the author of life could not be held by the grave. And Lord, we thank you for his declaration. We thank you for his testimony. And we pray, Lord God, that you would just speak through each of us, that each of us that know and love you, Lord, that would share our testimony, would share our story of how we've met Jesus, that we would share with those around about us. We thank you, Lord, that we have this opportunity to connect, even in a time where we're called to be separated. And we just pray, Lord, that you would just speak through us, that you would help us in these moments. Help us to connect with those around about us, Lord, to to have conversations with people, to share with people via the various mediums that we have. Lord, just help us, we ask, in these times. And we thank you, Father, again, that the disciples saw the risen Christ. And I pray this morning that you would just be in that room with those people, with all of us, Lord, as we look for you, that you would just reveal yourself, Father, that lives might be changed and, Father, that hearts might turn over to you. Father, we thank you again. Bless us. We pray for the rest of this day and for the week ahead. We ask these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, we thank you so much for joining with us again. I want to say that we are here Um, to answer questions that you may have. We're here to pray with you. We're here to pray for you. Um, Just let us know, get in touch uh, via the the ways that we've got. um, And we'd love to hear from you. And we pray that God will bless you, that you'll stay safe and well. And we'll see you very soon again, God willing. Thank you. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.